Hello, I'm Sophie. Welcome to this short Feldenkrais lesson using a simple movement to explore the significance and effect of curiosity and open-mindedness in the Feldenkrais method. Make yourself comfortable lying on your back on the floor, legs long, or for, if it's more comfortable for you to have your knees bent and feet standing, then please do that and have your arms resting on the floor by your sides. Pay attention to the two halves of you, left and right, and observe if there are differences between your two sides. Does one side feel longer than the other, or heavier? Is it easier to bring your attention to one side than the other? Most lessons start with a scan similar to this, and sometimes these questions might seem a little mysterious and unanswerable. But later, when we come back to this scan, you might well feel that something has changed. Continue with this a little longer. You might imagine that you were lying on wet sand. What kind of impression would you leave in the sand? Now roll over to lie on your right side, legs resting, one on top of the other, bent at the knees and the hip, pretty much as they would be if you were sitting on a chair. Your back is straightish and your head can rest on your right arm, or you could rest your head on a folded towel or a block, but don't have more than about four centimetres of height under your head. Your left hand can stand on the floor somewhere in front of your chest. Start to lift your left foot and left lower leg away from your right leg, keeping your left knee resting on the other knee. Make the movement small with your left ankle and your toes soft. Are they making unnecessary effort to participate? Continue lifting and returning your left leg very slowly. Your left knee stays resting on your right knee. Make the movement slow, slower than you think can possibly be useful. And as you continue, pay attention if there's movement in your thigh, something happening in your left hip as a result of this movement of your foot and lower leg. Is there something happening in the left side of your waist? It's not that you have to make something happen, or that it's wrong if you don't feel anything, but these questions that you put to yourself about sensation open up a conversation with your nervous system, which can bring about changes in mobility, sensation, even mood. The next time your left leg comes to rest on your right leg, stay there and have a rest on your side. Now can you begin to lift your left knee away from your right knee, keeping your left foot in contact with your right foot, and lower your knee. Do it once more. Is this less easy than the previous movement of lifting your lower leg and foot? How can we make this movement easier? Can you start to take your left hip backwards as you lift your left knee and feel if using your hip and pelvis like this serves to make your knee lighter 
continue to do this movement, assuming that it's comfortable to do so. If it isn't comfortable, make the movement smaller. And if it still isn't comfortable, don't make the movement, but imagine it instead. As you continue, feel what else is affected by this movement. Is there an inclination for your ribs or chest to move? Perhaps even your head? If you were to imagine that this movement was going to lead to rolling, in which direction would you roll? Toward your back or to your front? The next time your left knee comes down to rest on your right knee, stay there and rest. Notice your breathing. Notice if being on this side on the floor is a little more comfortable. And now can you alternate these two movements? So one time you lift your foot and lower leg and lower it and then you lift your knee using your pelvis to help you and feel if there is an echo in your chest and head. Can you roll your face and chest a little toward the floor when your foot and calf lift and a little toward the ceiling when your knee lifts? Continue. You can allow your left hand to detach from the floor so your left shoulder can be free to move backwards so that all of you can accompany this movement of your knee lifting and rolling a bit backwards and then all of you accompanies the movement of your lower leg and foot lifting and your face turns toward the floor along with your chest, maybe a little. If your head is resting on your right arm, it might be rolling a bit off it by now. If your head is resting on a towel or a block, you could experiment with removing the padding so the rolling of your head can be freer. Rest a moment on your side. Again, alternate the movement of lifting your lower leg and foot with the lifting of your knee while your left hip moves backwards. Make the range of movement smaller than it has been and begin to roll your head in the opposite direction so that when you lift your foot and lower leg, your face is turning a tiny bit toward the ceiling and when you lift your knee, your face turns toward the floor. Continue softly. By the way, what does your left shoulder do? Does it accompany your head or your leg?
few times, have your head roll in the same direction that your leg and pelvis are moving. So when your foot lifts, your face turns toward the floor. And when your knee is lifting, your face turns toward the ceiling. Is this movement a little smoother, easier, looser? Are you more able to breathe as you do this movement? The next time you lift your knee and roll a little in a backward direction, can you continue to roll? Your left foot can come away from your right foot so that you roll over to lie on your back, allowing yourself to rest as you land, paying attention to sensations and resisting the urge to jiggle or to get to the middle of your mat. Is that quite challenging? Why would that be? In everyday life, our brain ensures that we feel as symmetrical as possible, so we can be functional and efficient in our lives. But here in the research lab that is a Feldenkrais lesson, we are looking for differences, welcome, welcoming them, being curious. So as you rest, feel if one side of you is longer, fuller, more alive, Maybe you feel banana shaped. Can you enjoy these sensations? Be curious about them, despite the asymmetry. Observe your breathing. And now can you roll to your other side? So you're lying on your left side and you make yourself comfortable here, starting afresh with how to support your head. On your left arm or do you need padding? Remember, we're looking for differences, so perhaps this side doesn't need the same as the other side. Notice the degree to which your hips and knees are bent. Is it different from the first side? Is the starting position for your right shoulder different, perhaps already indicating a preference for rolling forward or back? Have your right hand standing on the floor somewhere in front of your chest. Lift your right foot and calf, keeping your right knee resting on your left knee. Do this softly, lightly, several times. How effortless can you make the movement? By doing it slow and small, can you find a quality of movement that is smooth and pleasant? Something lazy and delightful. What else is involved as you do this? Can you feel something in the right side of your pelvis, your right thigh? What about your chest, right shoulder, head? Can your face turn a little to the floor? It's almost as if you're exploring the beginnings of a rolling forward, which would result one day in you rolling to lie on your front with the sole of your right foot to the ceiling. You don't need to make the movement so large today, but let this idea spread through your entire self, informing your movement. 
and continue lifting, lowering, making sure you're breathing. And the next time you lower your leg, you let it rest and you stay resting on your side. Maybe you notice something different about the contact of your left side on the floor. Start to take the right side of your pelvis a little bit back to help you lift your right knee while your right foot stays resting on your left foot. What accompanies your right knee and the right side of your pelvis when you move in this direction? Do your ribs turn toward the ceiling, your chest, your face? Continue exploring this movement of beginning to roll to your back and then alternate it with rolling forward initiated by the lifting of your foot and lower leg. Back and forth a few times slowly. Does this side, your right side, have a preference for rolling forward or back? Are you more adept at this movement on this side or the other? What sensations will await you if you roll to your back and rest? Please do that. Lie on your left side again and start to lift and lower your right foot and right lower leg, alternating with the lifting of your right knee. Make the range of movement smaller and roll your head in the opposite direction of travel, but small a few times. So that means that as you lift your foot and lower leg, your face turns not toward the floor, but a little bit toward the ceiling. And then when your knee is lifting, your face turns toward the floor. And you do that a few times, very gently. And then roll your head in the same direction that your leg is moving. So when you lift your foot and your lower leg, your face rolls a little bit in the direction of the floor, your nose coming to the floor. And when you lift your knee, your face turns a little bit toward the ceiling, along with your chest. And repeat that a few times. And you can let your right hand come away from the floor when you're rolling a little bit backwards. 
and then your right foot too can detach from the left foot so that the next time you roll backwards you roll to lie on your back and arrive there being open to the possibility of new unfamiliar sensations. How is it? Is it your right side that is now longer or fuller or with more internal volume or sense of warmth or connectedness? How is it to rest now and to have brought a quality of exploration and curiosity to yourself? Might you feel more at ease with yourself, more creative today as a result? If you do this lesson again in a couple of days' time, how might it be different? This is the end of this recording. I hope you enjoyed it. Thank you.